You're listening to the Mental Ideas Podcast, the only radio show where the lunatics are fully licensed to take over the asylum. I'm Sadie Kay, and so am I. Coming up... Nollywood superstar Dan Davis presents the weather forecast in Wisconsin. Winter is coming. Hello, I'm Dan Davies. I'm an American actor. Winter is coming. Mm-hmm. And I live in uh, the northern part of the United States. Uh, just to give you a little bit of background, I'm also the number one American actor in the second largest film market in the world, which is called Nollywood. From corporate world entertainment, the producers of the highest grossing Nollywood movie ever, comes another blockbuster, A Trip to Jamaica, starring Io McCone, Fuke Ikendeli, Dan Davey. I'll be worried about I'll be worried about black Americans. I know they negotiate with terrorists. What was that all about? which is the film market of Nigeria, Ghana, West Africa, and um, about 24 English-speaking countries in Africa, which is really kind of cool. I live in the coldest area in the United States. I don't live in Los Angeles or New York. I'm about 2,000 or so miles from L.A., and uh, the area that I live in is a state called Wisconsin. It's brutally cold here. It is a bit nippy. Um, winters are long and arduous and horrible. You don't know cold. As a matter of fact, just a few weeks ago, we had a high of 60 degrees below zero with the wind chill. I imagine you might be rather cold. Which made us the coldest area in the world other than uh, the North Pole. It's either me or this cold, and it doesn't appear to be going anywhere. Um, which is, it's brutal and it really wrecks havoc on your, uh, psyche and it wrecks havoc on who you are as a human. We need the sun and where I live, it goes uh, many, many, many days in a row where there's no sun and cold and snow and it's brutal and it's difficult maintaining mental health when you're surrounded, uh, by the frozen tundra. But I wanted to just give you a little bit of some of the modalities that I use to kind of keep my spirits up and talk about a few role models uh, in my life. Um, my, my parents were amazing. My dad's still alive. Um, my grandparents were awesome, um, especially my grandpa Tom. Um, my family are predominantly Irish, Welsh, American with a little bit of American Indian, Seneca, thrown in for good measure. And my grandpa Tom, I think, kind of understood uh, full well um, just how insidious and horrible racism was. And he taught me a really good, uh, I guess, a message that I've used throughout my life. And I'll give you a, a quick story about that. One of my films, A Trip to Jamaica, opened in Lagos, Nigeria, on the largest screen on the continent of Africa. It was an IMAX, uh, 50 feet high, 90 feet wide. Uh, on that note, Please do sit-ups if you're ever going to be featured on a screen that large. I'm shirtless in the movie, and my gut is so big it looks like it's Moby Dick. The birds! The birds! He rises! Calm down, Gregory! It's just Dan Davis's guts! Oh, the horror! 
So I, I should have dieted a little harder, but I digress. There was a BBC Nigeria reporter there, and Nigeria, you know, is um, the people there are, are darker than I am. I am copper colored. I have a light uh, reddish hue, uh, brownish reddish hue to my skin, but I, I, I am white. And uh, she kept asking kind of this weighted question. She kept saying, Dan, how does it feel to be the only person here who, I kept thinking, who is an American? You know, <laughs> and she's like, well, you, you know what I mean. You know, the only person here who's, um, um, and I went, white? And it never dawned on me exactly what she was getting at because I never see people in their, with their skin tone. I never see people with their skin color. My grandfather Tom always said, go past that, look at people's hearts, which is really helpful when it comes to mental health realizing you're not alone in this, that there are people out there that have their own problems, that have their own uh, things that they have to deal with. So if you think of it as a team effort that we're designed to be brothers and sisters and designed to help each other, that's really, really kind of cool. Another thing that he taught me was um, when you're having a bad time, when you're anxious and anxiety and feeling down, start counting your blessings. Um, and that's what I do. I have chronic uh, sleep disorders and um, in order to get me into that uh, sleepy you know moment I start counting my blessings in great detail um, and even just the inane things too you want to give thanks for the, the minutia you know I always give thanks for my male enhancing yoga pants and they do enhance you know things like that you know um, <laughs> but anyway Wanted to talk about those things, some of the modalities that I use to kind of get past my melancholy. Like my dad said, I have a head like a melon and a face like a collie. <laughs> like the dog, you know, um, my dad's weird. Um, but anyway, Sadie K is awesome. I'm glad I'm part of this. Sadie K is awesome. I'm glad I'm part of this. Sadie K is awesome. I'm glad I'm part of this. One month with the tape. Sadie K is awesome. I'm glad I'm part of this. And I just wanted to get that across. Sadie K is awesome. That wasn't so hard, was it? It's Matt Ricardo. Oh no, I hope he's not going to talk about... Death. Yeah. I'm scared of death. Gentleman juggler Matt Ricardo has made a career out of performing jaw-dropping daredevil stunts. I'm scared of death. Ironically. Death. Yeah. Now, I know what you're thinking. That doesn't sound like evidence of mental illness. I mean, everyone feels badly about the idea, surely. Nobody looks forward to it. And if you do, well, then maybe there's your mental illness. Well, yeah, maybe so, but still. It's the inevitability of it. My feeling of complete powerlessness to do anything about it. The certainty, but at the same time the uncertainty. Not knowing how or why or when it will happen, but knowing that it definitely will. These are the spiralling thoughts that used to literally keep me awake for most of the night, for most of the week, for most of some years. I mean, really, what's the point, right? If it all ends, why start anything? Now, I'm a lucky boy. 
I have people in my life who I love and who love me back. I have a job where I get to go on stage and be silly and cool in equal measures and people clap and laugh. I know a lot of really good restaurants and bars and I've seen a few great sunsets. I love all this stuff. Of course I do. The fabric of life, right? So how unfair is it that it's all going to be taken from me and I'm not even in control of when? For the last decade or so, these thoughts have been at the back of my mind almost constantly, and it's exhausting. If I'm having a good time, there's a little voice in the back of my head reminding me that it's not going to last forever. If I'm doing a great gig or with some great friends, that little voice will suggest to me that one day, maybe today, it'll be the last great gig, or the last time I see these friends. It really sucks, and it's all too easy to listen to that voice and start to think, well then, what's the point? Luckily for me, the therapy I'm currently having is really helping. We're finding reasons why these thoughts might have been born in the first place. At the same time, I'm kind of using the voice to my advantage. I'm using my fear of death as a motivational tool. Here's how I figure it. If there's a voice in my head that's trying to scare me into submission by telling me that death is coming, well, then what if I react by thinking, hmm, then I better get all the stuff done that I want to get done before it gets here, right? I better do as many great gigs as I can, see as many friends, have as many delicious meals and good cocktails, see all the sunsets. So that's my current situation. Death will come for me, as it does for all of us, but by the time it gets here, I plan to have filled my days to the damn room. Matt recently turned 50. Another decade closer to death. Oh my God! Next week on the Mental Ideas Podcast. Virtually You can download extras on the Mental Ideas platform. That's mentalideas.org. I've been Sadie Kay, and so have I.